Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. Now more than ever, we need to be resolute in Christ. Please join me over the next few weeks as we look at ways to lead an uncompromising Christian life. Today's Resolute Post comes from Mark fourteen sixty one. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. I sat in that meeting surrounded by men. I was the only woman on the coaching staff, and that alone put me at a disadvantage. But I never had had an issue with being the only one. You see, I frequently have found myself in the position of being the youngest, the woman, the questioning, the sober, the only one to say, No. I've even been the only one to say yes. So that evening was no exception. What was uncomfortable was the man in front of the room threatening me. He also threatened to have the entire softball program thrown out of the community center if I remained a coach. Something inside my head told me to do something I rarely do. Keep silent. I typically will speak up and defend myself, but it was almost as though tape were placed over my mouth. Partially out of a sense of shock and fear that this man might physically attack me, and partially because of that voice, I remained quiet as he ranted and raved. When the ranter was out of steam, the president of the league stood up and, with his large physical presence, made it clear the man was done and needed to leave. The vote was taken, and I stayed part of the coaching staff. When the meeting came to an end, I was shocked again when the other men, many whom had rarely given me the time of day, approached me and congratulated me on standing strong and being so tough. As I walked to my car that night, my legs turned to jelly, and I collapsed in my car in tears. The ranter's words were painful and scary but the words of congratulations also overwhelmed me. I had finally done something they could all respect, and it was all because I listened to that small voice to keep quiet. And even though I experienced success that evening with my silence, it can still drive me bonkers reading how Jesus took the abuse from the Pharisees. Of course, unlike Jesus, I couldn't rain hellfire down on my accuser and work a miracle. But Jesus, he knew exactly when to speak and when to stay silent. James 1.19 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And that's my topic this week on being resolute in Christ when to act or speak, and when to rest or be silent. Because frequently doing the exact opposite of what the world expects is exactly what we need to do to serve God righteously. But how do we know? 
It can be difficult to discern between our wants, needs, and fears and the Word of God. I have found over the last few years, however, that God really does make things clear when it's important. Plus, knowing the character of God and Jesus and what is expected of us is tantamount in making good decisions. God never speaks to our fleshly desires, encouraging us to indulge. He is prudent, loving, kind, careful with resources, seeks justice and forgiveness, and above all, he is holy. In the book, God's Character, Joyce Meyer writes, Study the three main traits of Christ, justice, goodness, and holiness, for 30 days. Begin to practice them in your daily life and see what God does. You won't be disappointed. I find it fascinating that people who want clear answers from God aren't typically willing to actually know the character of the person from whom they are seeking answers. Yet, I won't go to a friend who clearly has difficulty with their finances and ask them for financial advice. And I won't seek fashion advice from someone that looks like they've just rolled out of bed every day. So much of obeying God and his Holy Spirit's nudgings must start with knowing the roadsides to even look for. And then when we have accomplished that, we must start paying attention and actually acting on those directives. As you may know, I love reading Sparkling Gems from the Greek each morning. It's a yearly devotional that takes scripture and studies it in the original Greek meaning. Recently, the author wrote of how he was to attend a gathering of fellow pastors whom he hadn't seen in a long time. He was very excited. He and his wife traveled to the city where the event was to take place. And as they were about to leave the hotel, a clear word came to him telling him not to attend. He first told his wife he felt the need to stay in the hotel, but he really wanted to go. So he went anyways, not wanting to miss out on all the fun. But each step along the way, he was told over and over to not go. While at the event, that message became almost overwhelming. So he left his wife so she could keep visiting, and he returned to the hotel. Upon entering his room, he realized they had been burgled. All their passports, computers, important papers, jewelry, and more were gone. And he realized his fleshly desires overtook that warning voice. How often have we stood in the midst of a situation that calls us to be an outsider, a dissenter, the weird one, the one to step out of line and answer the call of his voice? How often have we brushed it aside thinking we know better? When we don't know the character of God, that, my friend, will happen frequently. But when we do know the character of God, there's no excuse. And we'll repent and then tell God to give us another chance to serve him correctly. God will frequently call us in our everyday lives to do something that may help us or help others. You know that cashier you want to be rude to because she's talking to another coworker about her personal life and you're in a hurry? Yeah, God might be telling you to just say something nice or maybe be silent. That neighbor who yells at you because he doesn't like where you put your trash can? 
God also might be telling you, keep your mouth shut. That trip you were about to take, he might be saying, cancel it. You won't know if it's your own worries or desires unless you know him and his ways. Zechariah 7, 11, 13 says, but they refused to pay attention. Stubbornly, they turned their backs and covered their ears. They made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or to the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirits through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry. He said, when I called, they did not listen. So when they called, I would not listen. God calls us to action, and at times he calls us to inaction. He calls us to speak, and he calls us to stay silent. But if we worry too much about the world and what they think, if we, don't, if we do obey those words, then we are sure to be judged by God. We must stand resolutely when we hear that voice through knowing his mind, and we will be assured he has our backs. Have a great day. I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.